live from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Championship slash the Yards slash the Tesori Family Foundation All Star Clinic, which is coming up at uh, four o'clock. The weather has bounced things around. Lightning out at TPC Sawgrass, so everybody's scurrying and uh, off the premises, at least on the outside. And uh, now the lightning has subsided, but the rain is going to be around for a little bit. So we're getting the weather that we kind of all expected. Uh, and uh, it's going to continue to kind of play with this week over the next uh, couple of days, especially. Tomorrow, the first round of the Players' Championship, going to get some rain. Will we get some postponement of golf? That's too early to tell. Friday could have a similar situation from what we understand a little bit later on in the afternoon into Saturday morning. Then it cools off but also clears out. So uh, expect on some of these days to have more golf than scheduled uh, heading into the weekend. We will see what happens. Brent Martineau here. Austin Lane back in the Action Sports Jack Studios. Decided to stay back because he knew the food ticket was not there once again. Nailed it. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, I'm just going to stick with my meals that I, I know are legit. Uh, until further notice. Yeah, that's, I like it. that's right. Get your 4 o'clock meal in yeah. when it's supposed to happen. Yep. Uh, so you'll be ready for that. Hopefully we'll have some interviews. Maybe Paul Tesori and Bub Watson uh, scheduled to be here. We got to talk to some of those guys last year and we are at the Tesori event. So uh, we'll see if that happens again. A lot of jockeying things around right now waiting on the weather. But we're here until 6 o'clock. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. And don't forget we got our TV coverage all throughout the evening on CBS 47 and Fox 30 as well, including 11:15 tonight we'll have a 20-minute special on the players championship all right here we go another day another trade another quarterback moving along he's certainly not the ilk of russell wilson or aaron Rodgers, but carson wentz out of the afc south back to the nfc east you're a little surprised washington made this move so quickly i'm not so much surprised that washington hasn't surprised at indianapolis um i thought washington might have been in the deshaun watson sweepstakes or Obviously, maybe getting a quarterback um, from this up-and-coming draft class, but they go with Carson Wentz. I just think I, I look at a team like the Colts right now, who they do have all the pieces set aside for maybe the quarterback of, of being a special team, of making a playoff run. Now, you know, whether it was injury, um, whether it was a lack of play from Carson Wentz, obviously he didn't fit up to the bill in terms of, you know, being a great leader for that team and taking them to the playoffs. But I think he's a lot better than what they have right now. So with the Colts letting go of Carson Wentz, I feel like there's another plan in place. I feel like there would have to be because you have two talents that have a roster, the Indianapolis Colts, to rely on, you know, like a Sam Ellinger or something like that. You know, like you, there has to be a different play in here to bring a quarterback in um, and try to go to the playoffs. If I'm the Indianapolis Colts, that's, that's got to be the, the overall topic here. I think with Washington, I mean, it, it does make sense because they are in need of a quarterback. I think Carson Wentz comes in. I think he is still an upgrade over Taylor Heineke um, and, and guys alike. So, you know, with Washington, I think an underrated team in terms of personnel. I mean, you know, there are a couple wide receiver threats there. Their defense did underachieve a little bit towards the beginning of the season, um, kind of found their group towards the end of the season. So I think they're a competitive team. You, you get a quarterback who I think helps your team out. So I think it's a, it's a decent trade for Washington. I think Indianapolis is left with what do we do now? 
Yeah, and I, well, here's the deal. This is why I say it, Austin. I mean, what was the market for Carson Wentz? I mean, why would he have to? Why would Washington have to act so quickly? You, and I think you're right here. I think Deshaun Watson's in play in Indianapolis. Jimmy Garoppolo's in play in Indianapolis. Uh, maybe it's a Jameis Winston in play in Indianapolis. Who knows? And and the list may even be longer than that. It could be shoot a Mitchell Trubisky uh, <laughs> if they want to go that route. I just don't understand why Washington had to jump at this right away because I don't think the market for Wentz is going to be that that deep. I think Indianapolis wanted this to happen quickly so they knew what they had and then they can go get the Watsons, the Garoppolos, the everything else as we begin the league year next year. But uh, I'm just a little surprised. That's, because, listen, Washington, if they really tried to make a play as heavily as they did and was reported for Russell Wilson, then they had some pieces to play with to be able to make a play for any of those quarterbacks that even Indianapolis was trying to get. So it feels a little bit like uh, the Washington Commanders now settled on Carson Wentz. And by the way, they're not settling on the contract. It's a pretty hefty one for the kind of play that he's been uh, producing over the last couple of years. Yeah, I just think Washington saw that, you know, we, we do have a pretty good roster. Maybe we're a few pieces away. Um, we need better quarterback play. And I think in terms of free agency, like I would probably take Carson Wentz over Jameis Winston. I think it's close. So I just think they saw, hey, Deshaun Watson, maybe they know something that we don't in terms of what's going to happen with him in the future. I just think it was the safe play for Washington right now to bring in a quarterback who they know is going to start, start, you know, teaching him the offense, start getting him ingrained. And then by the time the season starts, hopefully he's 100% healthy, and then he can hit the ground running from there. So I get what Washington did, actually. Interesting. Um, well, does he make him that much better? I mean, is, <laughs> is he that much better than Taylor Heineke or somebody else for Washington? Uh, they have some pieces in play, but they obviously were desperate for a QB. I mean, I think that the best Carson Wentz we've seen was an MVP caliber year. I think the best Taylor Heineke we've seen doesn't even come close to that. Once again, it's the story of last year. You're getting Carson Wentz of what you hope he can be versus what we've seen in the past couple of years. But I think in terms of the ceiling, yeah, it's a lot higher than Taylor Heineke is. Yeah, and uh, where do you think Indianapolis will go? Do you, would, if you were in Indianapolis, you go in Watson and making a play for him. Uh, you got a plenty of money. Uh, you probably have some pretty good resources. Jimmy Garoppolo would be cheaper but not as good. Uh, but still a guy who knows how to get the job done. And on that team, that might be all you need is a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, you could go to the draft, uh, or you could look for a lesser option as well. Which way are you going if you're in Indianapolis right now? And that's really the most important part because that impacts the AFC South. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I'm definitely in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Um, whether the, the Texans let him go to Indianapolis, like that's – I just can't foresee that happening unless it's like a king's ransom. But I think the goal, obviously, for the Colts now is to try to get Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um, who's the next quarterback to go? Is it Watson? Is it Garoppolo? I mean, I mean yeah. Well, the, the, what's what's going to happen on Thursday? No, for sure. Well, they're <laughs> saying that Mr. Biscuit might be going to New York. So, I mean, that's not really breaking news by any means because he'll be in competition with Daniel Jones. But, um, you know, there's some speculation out there saying that Mr. Biscuit could go to New York. Yeah, and, and people are high on – some people are high on Trubisky, which is kind of interesting in itself. Um, but they feel like he could, in the right situation, be pretty good. So a uh, wild couple days now in the NFL. It doesn't seem like it's slowing down as we get set for uh, the new league year. Jags did sign linebacker Terrell Adams today. Look him up in your program. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, they extended him. Uh, he's actually been around the league since 2015 uh, with the Seattle Seahawks. Forced a couple fumbles on special teams last year. Did not realize that until I read the uh, press release. But um, the Jaguars uh, do sign a, a linebacker, which is uh, was going to be a, a position of need. Damian Wilson uh, likely won't be back. And we'll see what the Jaguars do next to Miles. Jack also will dictate what kind of... You don't think they bring Wilson back? I don't think they're going to bring him back. Yeah, they could, but I don't... I, I guess I'm anticipating no on the priority list. Okay. I think they probably feel like they can find a guy like Damian Wilson. Um, and they have a couple of guys that are interesting, Moses included, uh, that maybe they want to take a longer look at. Or they could go for a splash play. Um, would a guy like Bobby Wagner do anything for you who's now available in Seattle? He would definitely do something for me, but, you know, if, if he's a free agent, I mean, it's going to have to be a pretty lump sum to try to get him to come here. I mean, this is a guy who has obviously earned his stripes and I assume would be in the running to try to win on the Super Bowl. So, I mean, while it could make sense from a financial standpoint for him, I'm not sure from a culture standpoint, from a win-now standpoint, if Bobby Wagner would take that risk and come to Jacksonville. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a fair point, too. Uh, but, again, money to play with, and uh, we'll see what the Jacksonville Jaguars do and, and have the needs for uh, coming up over the next week. By the way, just to give you an update, all this activity in the NFL, spurned on by the Aaron Rodgers domino of him going back to Green Bay, and also the franchise tag season, which ended yesterday. That was the deadline. This is really supposed to be a little bit of a lull here over the next few days in anticipation of free agency where the legal tampering uh, can occur Monday, Tuesday, and the league year starts on Wednesday. So uh, this is like, I'm not sure it's supposed to be the calm before the storm, Austin, but really next week is the week that you're like getting news dropped left and right. Mm-hmm. And you better stay on social media, you know, and keep up with it. Uh, but I tell you what, the last 48 hours has seemed like uh, pretty much the same thing. We're around 2 o'clock every day. We get some news out of the NFL. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's teams that are in desperate need for a quarterback. And obviously Aaron Rodgers was the big name um, of that group. You know, he's retained. He, he resigns in Green Bay. Still waiting on the contract of that one. And once that happened, um, you know, teams got desperate. I mean, Denver, you know, they, they had a strike now. I think Washington was obviously desperate. So... Quarterback's the most important position in football. And when you talk about a draft class right now where if you want to go and say Pickett's the the, the number one favorite out of that class, okay. I think you can make a kiss for Malik Willis as well. But I don't think unequivocally there's no bona fide got to have that quarterback in the draft. And when you have that, you have to rely on experience. You have to rely on resume. And that's what teams are doing right now in terms of getting guys like Carson Wentz, getting guys like Russell Wilson, um, and then, you know, maybe bringing a guy along slowly, um, when you draft them. Hey, uh, how about this? The Super Bowl odds for Carson Wentz are for the Washington Commanders prior to Carson Wentz being traded, plus 5,000. Okay. Super Bowl odds after being traded to Washington for Washington, plus 5,000. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's still pretty fresh, you know. I mean, I, uh, I feel like those books got to update a little bit. <laughs> That's a little different than the odds on the number one pick yesterday when the Jags tagged Cam Robinson, went from minus 900, I'm sorry, plus 900 for Aiden Hutchinson to land as the number one overall pick to minus 200 in some spots. That is nuts. Uh, So after the dust has settled on yesterday, uh, 
do you think about last night, today, it settles in, and you're like, hey, Aiden Hutchinson's going to be a Jacksonville Jaguar? I mean, are you to that point yet where unless bar – I know the scenarios, Detroit maybe or something else. I mean, could you go and, and still get an Evan Neal or somebody like that? Yeah, you could, but will you? Probably not. Uh, Cam Robinson has to sign the tag. You could rescind the tag. You could do a lot of different things. But um, you got to believe right now in Jacksonville that – uh, the Michigan man is going to be the number one overall pick for the Jags, right? Yeah, the way it sits right now, I mean, he's he's by far the heavy favorite. He fills a need. Um, arguably, he is the best position, you know, uh, best player at that position for that need. So, yeah, I mean, unless the, the Jaguars, you know, somehow miraculously can trade down, and when I say trade down, hopefully within the top ten, um, I think Hutchinson's going to be the guy. Yeah, um, I do too. I mean, I think it's pretty clear as day. Obviously, Vegas does too. But there is there's a lot that could go on um, in between now and then. Hey, just give you an update. We're at the yards, uh, which is just uh, about a mile away from TPC Sawgrass. By the way, the stadium course players championship gets underway tomorrow uh, here in Ponte Vedra, and it will be round one. But weather has wreaked a little bit of havoc. We're also we're going to be here for the uh, Paul Tesori and Tesori Family Foundation All Star Clinic. They do it annual basis, and um, they're doing it today. At four o'clock right here at the yards but we have been forced inside a little bit because of some lightning and uh, same goes for tpc sawgrass right around two o'clock or so uh, lightning in the area and we'll see how much lightning we get over the next couple of days but we certainly are going to get a little bit of rain for sure and uh that rain could you know players will they'll play through the rain they won't play through the lightning obviously there'll be delays but if there's standing water and it gets too wet out there they 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 will kind of go in and delay the tournament. So it's going to be touch and go, I think, the next couple of days at the Players' Championship. Could get a lot of golf uh, over uh, the weekend. I hope you have your players' picks ready to go, Austin Lane. Uh, yeah, give me, like, you know, two minutes. I'll have those ready. Yeah, not, well, we're not doing them right now. So you yeah. got more than two minutes. you got more like two hours Yeah, yeah. Uh, to figure that out. We also should welcome back Casey Kurtz to the fold today. Brian Middleton filling in for the last week. Casey Kurtz comes back with a ring on his finger. A married man now. At least, I hope so. You better have lasted 72 hours, Casey. Yep, we did that. That's Casey, what do you, what, what you rocking, man? You rocking the ring or not? not? Is it like one of those rubber ones? or is it a, No, it's real. Oh, nice, nice, nice. For what you missed on the radio there, I held up my hand so Austin could see it in yeah. the other room. But, there yeah, it's, uh, it's real. Like, I don't know. You hear this? Yeah, oh, yeah is that... Cool. Uh, Tungsten? What is that made out of there? Uh, sure. Yep. Yeah, tungsten. Sounds yeah. like sounds I like know, some good tungsten. I know. Hey, I know tungsten when I hear it. It's neither silver nor gold. It's black. Oh. It's black. Which yeah. is oh, classic. Black. Goes with anything. Yep. yep. Okay. Very good. Um, how was it? Give us more. Come on. Don't stop there. It was good. Uh, it was stressful for a while, and then we got there, and then I cried my eyes out, and then. <laughs> Uh, we we got married. Yeah, it was it was actually fantastic. Um, I, I think it went really well. I know Amanda loved it. I loved it, and overall, just a good day. Did you I do thought. your own vows? Yes. How'd the vows go? Good. Good. I Ooh. didn't I didn't write them down. I oh, just went wow. straight off the dome. Really? Yep. And forgot a couple of parts that yeah. I would have liked to put in there. But whatever. at the end of the day, she said it sounded good. Okay. Uh, so that's really all that matters. Now, did she use? Yes, the, she, she used notes. She used a book. Yeah, oh, we had these. Casey. We had these little books, and okay. I was like, I'm not going to use a book. And Dang! Like, okay. Showing up your wife on her wedding day like that, though, huh? <laughs> well, here's the thing: like hers were like, I felt like hers were better. Oh, but she, but she's reading though. 
Well, you know? yeah, I mean, yeah, you know. <laughs> but she's reading. That's what I said, to be I honest. I mean, dude, I can, uh, I can find you a legit, like, something right now you can read off of, and, and people would, would, like, fall in love with it. But if you're going off, off the top of the dome, I mean, you get points right there for that. Straight off it, man. Yeah, nicely done. Way, Amanda did I definitely didn't do props that. today. I think I saw her yesterday on Twitter for doing that. Yeah. And, and then she said, I wish I had video of it. It's like... Come on, we would have hired a videographer for the wedding. We should have done that for you. Yeah, we're we're super broke. So like, um, we we <laughs> after we nobody paid, had iPhones out. That I don't know. I was kind of busy like speaking. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't really look around. You didn't you didn't notice too much. <laughs> uh, she didn't have one out. That's all I know. Yeah, I was looking so, at her. Now, just to just to remind you, this was like a smaller wedding, right in uh, North yeah. Carolina. Yep. 100%. So that was a spot. Everything good. The weather good. Everything else. Like, did you do all the pictures and all that stuff? Like, was this a, what, what was what was the length of this thing? You got married around five o'clock, right? Yep. So it was pretty cool. It was it was small. It was three hours from start to finish. That's pretty much how the venue was because we didn't want to do like a big thing. So okay. Um, yeah, it was three hours. We got there. Um, she was there before me. I didn't see her uh, from the night before. The wedding was good. Uh, or the weather was good, sorry. The, it was indoors either way. We did the pictures outside. But, yeah, the weather was good. It was cool. Um, but, yeah, I was chilling for like an hour there. The little groom suite had a uh, putting green, so that was pretty dope. Played, oh, nice. cool. Played some poker as well. Uh, watched a little bit of the golf tournament when Keith Mitchell was in DFL, so that was awesome. That made me feel good right before the wedding. <laughs> yeah, at uh, least you didn't have to worry about the leaderboard. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I was with you too, Casey. <laughs> Unfortunately, my guy didn't show You know, I mean, he, he had some family problems, which I understand. So Yeah, that was, yeah, that was that's tough. That's sad, yep. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it was good. It was inside. Like I said, there was a fireplace and some flowers. Uh, like I said, cried. Uh, didn't really see that one coming. But because uh, I can make myself cry. So I told Amanda, I'm like, either way, I'm going to cry. But, <laughs> like, she came. The way that it worked was she came downstairs, like a set of stairs, and then she walked towards me. And, like, the minute I saw her, I'd lost it. So, like, sob so like sobbing uncontrollably? Yep. Or oh, wow. Absolutely lost I it. I like that. That's and good when you don't anticipate. There's a vulnerability there about the big fella. I kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. It, I, it just hit me. And then... Now, did she cry too? I oh, dude, we were just crying good, together. Good, 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 good. I, don't, I don't even know. <laughs> okay. Well, like, I'm, you know. That's when I was looking Thank around God. at people. My mom's crying. Her mom's okay, crying. Good. The whole crowd's crying. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then somehow we both pulled it together for the, <laughs> the vows, and then I think the crying was over at that point. But, yeah, I was sobbing, bro. It was pretty this crazy. This was a wedding, not a funeral. No. Yeah, man. It's a, it's a sweet thing. Love is a, is a magical thing. Did you uh did you have like a like a reception then? Like a like a party? Did you guys drink and be merry or not? Uh sort of. So we did after that we did um uh there was like cake and champagne stuff like that. So nice. yeah, sort of. Uh cool. we did like a dinner thing the day before cuz again, broke. So that was cheaper <laughs> than like the whole big reception. So we did kind of that stuff the day before. Gotcha. Yep. You don't need all that materialistic stuff. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying. Open bottle so, been cool. Nope. So here's the deal. Nope. What did you do the last couple of days? Just kind of make your way back? Yeah. Yeah. We, we came back the other day and just that took forever because it just takes forever because uh, we drove. But yeah, we were chilling. And then yesterday we uh, we opened a joint bank account. So that's fun. Oh, nice. That's good. Yeah, that's so, good for you, by the way. Oh, yeah. it's great. It's great for me because <laughs> yeah. she knows how, how much you make. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, so now uh, we did that. We wrote some thank you notes for. Uh, Oh, already? Yeah. Been a year for that, you know. Yeah, now we, we just got right to it. And Not then, um, yeah, we just kind of chilled, which was cool because it feels like there was no chilling from the time we got to North Carolina through because people were coming in and we had to see people and we had to do all this stuff. We had to get a marriage license, which, by the way, you yeah. have to, like, recite this thing. 
and I, I know I talk a lot for a living, but I've never felt so really? awkward. Yeah, you had to like hold it. You had to hold up your hand, and then you could either put your hand on the Bible or your heart. Hey, and, man, you being a U.S. citizen, you're trying to get married. That's here. what. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> so I didn't know. And the lady was like, "You both have to say it, and I both have. To, I have to hear both of you. You can go separate or together, but I need to hear both your voices." I was like, "Okay, huh?" It's like seven in the morning. I was like, "Sure, okay." <laughs> yeah, kind of over it. Yeah. But so, yeah, it's been cool. C- congrats on that uh, joint bank account, eh? What's 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 up with the prenup though, Casey? What are we talking about? Good, bro. I, good? Okay, if, Casey, we good. Hey, if anyone wants a prenup, it should be her. <laughs> no, that's what, I'm saying. that's what I'm saying. I mean, oh no, 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 we're good. I didn't oh, sign yeah. up. Yeah, no, no, okay. No. I mean, you, hey, as your <laughs> as your free agent, right? You know, I'm your agent, man. I'm just yeah. making sure that we're making the best decisions for, for everybody here. No, I'm not okay. signing anything. <laughs> I'm not signing anything. <laughs> Worst case scenario, I get half. <laughs> You're stuck. I'm not okay. worried about that. Oh, you are stuck. I love it, man. It's a good, good. And by the way, the, you need a joint bank account these days for gas alone. Who are you so, telling, man? Yeah, can Especially someone ex- coming back from North Carolina. I mean, you, we talked about this yesterday. I filled up. That was a new record yesterday in the truck, guys. Yeah. $92. Yeah, what happened? Because when I left, I got gas in North Carolina for like three forty-seven. I was like, all right, this ain't great. And then yeah. I got here, and it was like four fifty. I was like, when I left, I swear it wasn't four fifty. So I don't know what happened, but I'm going to need a bicycle. Yeah, yes. you, well, a bicycle or else, as I discussed a couple days ago, if you go on Amazon right now, you can get a nice long uh, plastic hose for about 25 bucks, and we can start <laughs> siphoning gas. Because I know how to do that, Casey. So oh, if, if you want in, um, I'm in. If, yeah. if, if you want in, just, yeah, let's keep on the DL, though. Uh, well, no, okay. Should yeah. I dump this? No, no, you're good. You're okay. good. You're good. I mean, hey, unless you, get, unless you get the ocular evidence of me doing it, you can't prove anything. Amen. <laughs> the ocular evidence. Yeah. I've, I've been watching Law & Order, SB, not SBU, but the, the original one, the original Law & Order. You can't prove anything unless you got the ocular evidence. Uh, very good. Yeah. Uh, well, congratulations to Amanda and Casey. And, uh, by the way, no honeymoon, at least for now. I mean, did you give her the cruise or something? Did, did I give it to her? Yeah, I gave it to yeah. her. All right, good. She's f- she's on a cruise. Oh, we did that yesterday, too. I forgot about oh, that. We did that when we got home. We looked that's at the it. dates, and she's she's dealing with it. But awesome. our, our printer broke, so we're not sure how we're going to fax it or scan it into them. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's just kind of one thing after another, but we're, we'll power through. I think they by, still have libraries. By the way, no, you got to, if, you go, if you have an iPhone, go to your notes section, and you can scan now. What? What? Yeah. Go to your iPhone. Go ahead, do this with me right now. I'll show you. Okay. okay. Say, so go to your notes section. Uh-huh. Yep. Right? Yep. And see the three dots um, yep. at the top? Up in the top right? Um, yep. No. Yep. Over, over where it says done, you have to oh, make wait. a new note. Oh, okay. Don't, don't do that yet. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. that's it. Lines and grids, it says. That's what I got. Nah, nah, don't do that yet. Hold on. I'll tell you in a second. Okay. <clears throat> um, it's like you're taking a picture. All right, click. I'm sorry. There you go. Click the picture. Okay. On your new note. And it mm. says scan documents. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. So if you just take, it, if that document, see that little yellow thing rolling around right there? Yeah. So that will that will click on the document once it's ready. And mm. then you just save it. And then you can email it away right to where you need to go. Now, is that known as a PDF file there, Brunt? That should be a PDF file. Yes. Like that. All right. I see All Apple. Right. All right. Thank so you, Brent. You yeah, that actually yeah. me on it, too. I just scanned in the Westwood One football schedule from this year. Heck yeah, oh, man. It's need, actually it's a very cool feature. No, that's Especially awesome. if you do, like, expense reports. That very is good. cool. I mean, I think Amanda's listening. Amanda, get on that. It's going to help me for, like, because, like, fight contracts, because what I used to do was just, like, they would send me the email, and I would screenshot it, and then I would just, like, edit the screen and, like, just, you know, <laughs> put, like, my finger <laughs> yes. across it and sign it. 
and then send them back to it as a picture, and they couldn't, like, they wouldn't allow that because it has to be a JPEG. So this yeah. is a game changer for me. Thank there you. you. Go. Educational program here, like Action that. Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Let's take a break. We're live at the Yards, the Tesori Family Foundation All-Star Clinic. Uh, hopefully catch up with Paul Tesori and maybe some others. Players Championship underway tomorrow. Tiger Woods goes into the Hall of Fame tonight. A lot going on, and then, of course, everything else in the football world. We talk all about it all afternoon long. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690 returns right after this. I have not talked to Phil uh, since he made his comments and since he said that he was stepping away. And like I said, I think the ball is in his court. I would welcome a phone call from him. Uh, but it's hard for me to, to talk about the different scenarios that could play out. But listen, there's a player that's won 45 times on the PGA Tour. He's had a Hall of Fame career. He's won here at the Players' Championship. He's inspired a lot of people and helped grow this tour, his tour. That is Commissioner Jay Monahan of the PGA Tour and uh, talked about the state of golf, which, by the way, is in unbelievable shape. If you think about it, over the pandemic in the last couple of years, there may be no bigger winner coming out of the pandemic than the sport of golf, than the golf industry, golf courses in Jacksonville. Go try to make a tee time, by the way. Or you can just log on to ActionSportsShackStream18.com and get a discounted golf cart. And Players Week, we're getting it down to $59 for that discounted golf cart. You'll save a bundle, so go ahead and purchase uh, the Dream 18 golf cart. Brent Martineau here at the Yards for the Tesori Family Foundation All-Star Clinic, an annual event. You guys have put this all around the country, but you always come back home and welcome in Paul Tesori, uh, who obviously is one of the founding members along with his wife and little Isaiah of the uh, Tesori Family Foundation. He joins us now from the Yards, and, well, looks like the sun's trying to peek out for you guys today. Hang on a second. Let me get this. Okay. Yeah, there, there we go. go. That helps a little bit. See, I need you to caddy for me there for a change. So I needed the caddy thing. for you. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that, you know, we always look forward to coming back home. Uh, we've been fortunate enough now to do uh, one of these clinics in 12 different cities. We're still trying to expand. COVID slowed us down a little bit, but we're kind of getting that steam back up now. But anytime we get to come home, this is our one. You know, this is the one that we pour so much energy into and that we just really want to kind of push and continue to go and try to see if we can get this thing to grow throughout the country. And uh, it's amazing. You know, the, the pros that have been so kind uh, over the years to come out and do this with me, obviously Jordan Spieth, Webb Simpson, uh, Bubba Watson for the second straight year this year, just to do the clinic with me. And they, they do it, you know, with glad hearts, and they can't wait to come over and do it. And now it looks like that the weather might be cooperating a little bit here. We had a storm come yeah. through about 45 minutes ago that looked like the end of the world was going to happen so <laughs> it's, um, good, it's good job with the four o'clock start i think it, they helped the four o'clock helped exactly <laughs> another little caddy got lucky there on, on that one but i know this anybody's visiting for the week to come see the players for the first time they're not going to move here anytime soon we've got some <laughs> horrible weather coming our way that we haven't seen in a long time i was going to say we've been very fortunate really, we really, have, the really championship. nobody would know it this week but no we they won't uh, <laughs> but I'll, I'll ask you a little bit about that and that's what you get a little bit with the move back to march yep. here at the players championship and by the way I shouldn't assume everybody here on action sports shacks on espn 690 listening knows exactly who Paul Tesori is, but 
You should know who Paul Tesori is, Jacksonville guy, tremendous golfer, by the way, in his own right. Caddy for Webb Simpson won the Players' Championship, of course, a few years back, and uh, that was a pretty cool moment in itself. Yeah. Webb's hurt uh, a little bit or been banged yeah. up, but uh, he tried to yeah. fight through that, right? A absolutely. You know, it's the first time that uh, he's had any kind of lengthy stay physically away from the game. He's taken some, you know, little six- to eight-week periods here or there during the offseason, but not in the middle of the year. We have been, ha you know, we've been really working towards this big stretch where it would have been Phoenix and Riviera, Bay Hill last week, and then TPC kind of being our fourth out of five to really make sure that we were running by this time of the year. And uh, unfortunately, the Phoenix week, uh, he showed up and uh, it just kind of got a little bit tweaked doing a, a regular exercise and ended up finding out he had an acute herniation between C5 and C6, pretty serious. They told us we wouldn't be back till Augusta. Wow. They gave us about a 5% chance of playing this week at, at TPC. And uh, being a typical 36-year-old male, he thought he could do it a lot faster than that, and he did. He's proven me wrong, and he's yeah. here this week. And we were actually able to practice the last two days pain-free. Now, he's only played 18 holes since January, uh, and that was the last two days. You know, So there's obviously a little bit of rust in there, but mentally he's fresh, he's hungry, he wants to play well, and to be honest with you, I think the weather that we have coming with being three straight wind or days of rain, Saturday they're saying sustained 20 to 25 mile hour winds with gusts of 40, and then cold and windy on Sunday with a high, I think, of 54. I think it actually helps Webb a little bit. I think if he were to come back in kind of perfect conditions, it might be a little bit more difficult for him, but as long as he thinks as well as he normally does and can kind of just get into the flow of the round, even par is going to be a lot better off than it has been maybe in years past. U.S. Open conditions, by the way. Yeah, very very much so. Very <laughs> and much the, so. the rough is a little bit thicker. Not U.S. Open thick, yeah. but it's a little bit yeah. thicker here at TPC Software. Yeah, I always think they've done a really good job since we, so we've only been back to March a couple of years now, but they've done a good job, I think, making the rough thick but playable like last week at bay hill if you know people were watching i think that's a little too extreme yeah um it's a challenge everybody has to do the same thing but you know we were talking today that i think that players at this caliber from inside of 200 yards they should be able to take that three wood or hybrid out and just chop on it and get it to at least run near the greens which that wasn't even an option yeah, last week and, yeah and you'll see quite a few of that especially when this rough gets wet it gets even stronger and get harder to get out of there so i think sometimes that might kind of lend more towards the the stronger guys maybe a little hard a little yeah. more swing speed a little more like they kind of control the club face a little bit more but for a guy like webb it'll also give him the ability to kind of chop that hybrid or three wood and get it running all right, I want to talk more about the tournament, too, but let's focus on the Tesori Family yes. Foundation, what you said. I mean, you're going all around this thing. COVID maybe slowed it down a yep. little bit. You're back home. Uh, you got Bubba and Jordan, and, and Webb has certainly helped out. Yes. How's Isaiah doing, man? He's, he's awesome. Doing I love so seeing, well. I love yep. seeing yes. posts about Isaiah. Yes, for those of you that don't know yet, go visit us uh, on uh anything instagram on twitter and you'll see isaiah everywhere he's doing well eight years old uh for those you don't know isaiah was born with down syndrome but you know man we have really gotten lucky with an incredible little boy he's taught me more in his eight years than i learned in my first 42 uh and you know he's just he's precious he's joyful he's still a boy he still wants to get in trouble all of the time, and so we still have to hold him back on that. But, you know, the reason why this started, you know, these clinics, the All-Star Kids Clinics, 25 kids with special needs, and the reason why we started is because we just wanted to use my platform, which was golf. Um, this is my area, born and raised here, my grandfather down in Jack's Beach, uh, um, and me, you know, the first time I really ever played golf, it was here at, it was actually Sawgrass across the street. And then here, before it was even grassed, I was out hitting balls around TPC before there was even sodded yet. And so for me, this is, uh, it obviously holds a very special place in my heart. And now to be able to give back, and the community loves this event, get more volunteers, and we even know what to do with a lot of the times. And the players have sponsored us. They've actually donated to us as well to help us to continue to go and push it forward. So they've been behind us, and it's really grown, and we're proud of it. This is our eighth one here. Um, 
um, at the players, and we just hope it can kind of keep moving. And like you said, I get these players, and they want to come. I got in trouble with Bubba last year because I didn't invite him. I just I didn't want to bother him more <laughs> than anything else. That, yes, yeah, he, he was mad, and of course he told everybody about it. Yes, I wasn't invited today, but I'm here anyway. So I reminded him of that this year when I asked him to come out and and do this. So, but yeah, a really special event that's near and dear to our heart. And uh, man, these these families have become like family to us. I was going to say the families and the kids touch you uh, like your own uh, touches so many. By the way, and you I, know that with Isaiah, touches so many people outside of your family. Yes, which is really cool in the community. People put their arms around so many of the young people yeah. in the area. But is is it the same mission that you started this with, or do you see that evolve as it grows? Yeah. And do you have to be a little careful of that yeah. to get kind of too broad sometimes? Yeah. I think the mission pretty much is the same, which is all we're trying to do is celebrate these kids. Um, obviously, they come from all kind of different backgrounds. They have all kind of different challenges, whether it's Down syndrome or whether it's autism or anything else that they might be going through. But one thing we want to do is we want to celebrate them. We've learned that, that the world kind of views Isaiah as being broken or something drawn with him. We actually don't. He's got different challenges than you and I have. Um, he's got different challenges than other people have, but they're just challenges. He does a lot of things a lot better than you and I do. He doesn't get frustrated or mad the same way we would do if somebody's slowing us up in the left-hand lane over on JTB. <laughs> We're not getting angry. Uh, we are getting angry. Where he, he's just one of the things to him. He doesn't really it doesn't bother him. Even these kids today, they might top one or dribble one over on the right. They're not mad. They hit the one good one. They celebrate it. Which is this week when we got everybody out, the players. If you see a bad shot, hopefully you got it on mute every now and then in case a choice word comes out, <laughs> uh, or, or even a club every now and then. We saw last week at Bay Hill might go flying, but it's just a different perspective. So I don't think the mission has changed. We're just trying to introduce golf, something else that they can do well and celebrate them. The biggest thing that's changed is kind of like the spectrum. Like we just want to keep pushing it. The LPGA has now gotten, we had Brittany, Brittany Lenzacone yeah. that came and did yeah. the clinic with last us. Year. Um, her and her husband, they came down last year and did it with us. And she wants to continue this on the LPGA tour. And we just want to hand the playbook off because the first tee does so much for us. And we love the first tee, everything that they stand for, everything that they represent. And again, trying to get underprivileged youth, not just kids with special needs, but obviously underprivileged youth into the game and get it. The game is in a great place right now. And if we can start even with maybe this other little kind of section of society, if we can get them into it too, I just think the amount of joy that they can learn through the game is going to be bigger. So we just want to keep it spreading. It doesn't need to have that Tesori Family Foundation logo on there. We just want to give people the playbook. Guys, run with this. It's amazing. Show these kids that they're all-stars where they are and introduce them to what I think is the greatest sport in the world. Yeah, well, it's a darn good logo and name to have on that uh, the Tesori Family Foundation. And <laughs> golf, you. listen, golf, the Players' Championship, uh, PGA Tour gives back to this community in so many ways, and it, here's here's a guy who's had a ton of success, obviously, out on the PGA Tour, mm -hmm. caddying, um, and again, heck of a player, too, uh, <laughs> helping give back. Uh, so there's a lot of wholesome nature to this. I think you said the word perception as well, yes. and it's just a, it's a joy to be out here and see the kids, mm -hmm. man, it, and it, see the people and what how they impact people. Yeah, You know, it's I, not how, like, Perfect. You see how professionals impact people Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yep. But I love watching these 25 kids, Isaiah impact other people. It's so windy. I remember, so Jordan's first two years that he did this with me, he missed the cut. And they're a little bit superstitious. I think as Michael Scott would say on the off, I'm just a little bit stitious, not superstitious. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's one of those situations where, and I went to Jordan and said, hey, listen, I know you're a little superstitious at times, buddy. You don't need to come. And he looked at me and goes, actually, I know I haven't played well, but it's the highlight of my week. Wow. And I think if I can just sit on that a little bit and hear a guy that's about to go play in one of the five biggest tournaments in the world, and he can sit there and say, 
It's one of my favorite. It, it, no, it is my highlight of the week is to be able to come out here and serve. I mean, I'm putting him to work, and it's the highlight of his week. So if we can continue to do that and we can continue to push forward, then we know that, man, it's making an impact way beyond just our little small community that we have here. It's pushing past that as well. And we know Jordan, his best friend in the world, is his sister who Absolutely. also has special needs. But So he grew up in a household that had that around him. I didn't as much. And so, like, for me, I've kind of been thrust into it, and I learned very quickly. And what a joy it is. Right, I, what a blessing. I've always said if I had a chance to change Isaiah's diagnosis, I wouldn't do it. That's he, awesome. He's perfect. Paul Tesori with us, uh, caddy on the PGA Tour, Jacksonville guy here at the Tesori Family Foundation All-Star Clinic once again. We're at the yards this time. Last couple of years been over at Sawgrass Country Club, but eighth year of it here around the Players' Championship, and uh, they've done a phenomenal job. Super family. Let me ask you just two golf questions. I'll let you run. I know you've got a lot to do. Uh, the challenges of the, the wind, the rain, the everything else from your job yeah. standpoint. I don't know if people look at it like golfers, <laughs> but from your job standpoint, number yeah. one, keeping thing, keeping your player dry, yeah. keeping the clubs dry, the yeah. grips dry, but also managing the time because, you know, this we could get stoppages. Yeah. You could get 27 holes in a day. Yes. Who knows what this is going to look like yeah. by the weekend. I mean, and this is intense golf at the Players' Championship. It really is. So this is going to be probably a, a worse nightmare case for, for caddies, but also players. Like, this is a rare like situation we have coming up these next three days where we pretty much know for the next two and a half days, meaning starting Thursday morning, it's going to rain. It's going to rain consistently. There's going to be heavy periods of rain. There's going to be lighter periods of rain, but we know it's going to be continuous. And it's a brutal place to be because you just keeping the grips dry, keeping the clubs dry. Also, the biggest thing for me is keeping my yardage book dry because if, oh, yeah. if I if that gets wet, Smudges. if those pages get wet and I can't read it, that's how we have all of our numbers, all the information that we have. It's in that book. And so pretty much trying to keep everything dry but then you pump in we are in florida and you know we're not going to have a whole lot of wind thursday and friday it's still going to be 10 miles an hour here comes bubba watson as he always does and he tries to heckle me from the background don't worry i can track up and heckle you on the golf course too remember we're opposite tea time so watch yourself but you know it's one of those things that the, the good news is everybody's got to be in the exact same situation but it is brutal and you have to be patient you have to try to remember that there's gonna be stoppages we're probably going to have several early morning mornings having to get up yeah. and refinish rounds and then once the rain stops, we have sustained 20 to 25 mile an hour winds coming in, gust of 40, and cold. And so it's not like you come out of that and you got a nice oasis waiting for you at the end. You got some cold and wind coming yeah. after you that. You know what? So you guys walk around there too. You know what I always see? I see that fountain in between behind the clubhouse near the the yes. area. Yeah. And I'm like, when that thing's blowing sideways, I know it's intense. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> when, you, when you guys are over there yeah. taking chip shots and yeah. you're getting sprayed by the mist, I'm yes. like, it's going to be a tough one out there today, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what it's going to be like this weekend. Yeah. You want to hand it off to Bubba? Yeah, I'm definitely going. To, I think my last little thing is you'd ask about Webb. I think technically the conditions will be an advantage for him this week Good. just because it's going to make the winning score down. It's going to make the cut down. And I think in order to get into it, if you keep your head about you, Bubba, if you keep your head about you, I think that you'll be really successful. Was I picking on you? Again? No. Okay. All right. That's good. Yeah. Brent, yeah, thanks for having You're me on, buddy. Love Absolutely. You, I'm going to hand you over to the big daddy. Yeah, all right. Uh, keep up Thank the good work. The Sori Family Foundation doing a terrific job and also lending us Bubba Watson here, right? Uh, just a little handoff. And so we appreciate Bubba stopping by. He did it last year at Sawgrass Country Club across the street from TPC Sawgrass. Here we're at the yards. Casey, hang in there, by the way. We'll hit the brakes in just a bit if you guys don't mind. Back at the station, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Bubba, I'll reintroduce myself. Brent Martineau here in Jacksonville. Thanks for joining us, yeah, bud. Man, nice appreciate it. Appreciate uh, it. I know you love this event. I know it means a lot to you. Uh, Paul just reminded us of the story that, that you were mad he didn't invite you, so you invited yourself last year. Yeah, I invited myself. He, he didn't invite me, and um, we were playing a practice round and with Webb, and so they were talking about it. And um, 
I said, hey, why didn't I get invited? And his wife, his wife yelled at him. Um, so then he invited me this year. He made sure he invited me this year. This is a special thing. And when you think about a guy like Paul, um, that whole family, um, what they've been through, what they're going to go through, um, and then what they're doing. They're, they're doing with, they're, what they're doing with the challenges, um, it, it's amazing stuff. And how would you not want to support that and be a part of that and, and show some love as much as you can? How much, you, I said this to Paul. I said, you guys in the position you're in, you know, people see you on TV, win Masters and big tournaments, and uh, people look up to you. You inspire people along the way. Uh, these 25 kids out there, little Isaiah, I said to Paul, I said, it's, it's interesting how much other people take away from them. Uh, in these situations. Does that happen to you guys? You guys do a lot of community events, but in moments like this, how much do you learn uh, from these young people? Well, you know what? It's, it's, we, we have to think about the blessing. Every day that we wake up, every day that we take a breath, every moment we take a breath, we have to remember that we're, we're so blessed, right? Um, and, and when you have moments and different things like this, I just signed up for a, um, an organization that's coming up in a couple weeks where I'm going to walk with um, some young cancer patients and a fashion show. And so I'll be a guy in a fashion show holding hands and, and walking with these, these kids. And um, I'm probably going to tear up a lot, you know, because it, it's, it's not only they're battling, but there's smiles on their faces. These kids out here today will have smiles on their faces. They'll just be enjoying. And it's not about how good or how bad the shot was. They're just going to be enjoying life. And so they, they really show us um, that we should be better as people when we are blessed as, as blessed as we are to be able to walk around and breathe and, and play golf for a living. You highs and lows of the game as you get a little older, do you sense you appreciate that more as a professional athlete uh, than maybe you did in the past? Oh, or maybe you've always had this appreciation yes. for it. I wrote a book about it. It came out in November <laughs> about how bad, uh, how bad my mental game is. And so, you know, it, it did. When I was 22 years old, I was still in college, and I wasn't even thinking about what I could do and what the platform of the Masters does. You always think about winning the Masters, but you don't think about what that really gives you going forward. And I think um, sometimes athletes lose that, and then some guys get it later in life. And luckily, I've had enough people around me that I got it a little bit um, caught it early enough where you know, hopefully I've, I've changed and changed some lives and helped some lives. A couple time Masters winner Bubba Watson with us here at Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. I feel like I've seen uh, your name near top of leaderboards recently. feel like you're playing pretty well? Yeah, I've started playing pretty well. I had some time off um, watching my son play some tackle football. That's cool. And then um, uh, Harold Varner beat me over in Saudi Arabia with a long putt, mm. uh, 109 foot, I think it was, he made I, to beat I remember me. remember And then, um, then finishing 14th at, uh, at Phoenix. Um, and so, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next three weeks. Hopefully we get start, started here with a nice finish and then uh, just keep momentum up till the Masters. Let me ask you two more questions. How difficult, seriously, is this for you guys this week, uh, these conditions? I mean, Paul just laid it out. Yeah. I mean, the weather's the weather. I, I don't think the meteorologists are getting this one wrong. I, you can pray that they get it wrong, but yeah. I think it is what it is. The wind's going to blow. The rain's going to come in. Might get some storms. Could be stoppages. Could be extra golf. Could be a lot. I mean, it's already a tough golf course. Well, it's, Polly probably didn't tell you this, but I talked to Polly. We played three practice rounds with Polly and Webb, and Polly said on Monday, he said, "I promise you, the Lord will take care of my event." And and it, the sun is out right now. It's <laughs> unbelievable. I kept saying, "Polly, man, are you are you making plans?" He said, "I got it. Watch this, and it, it is perfect right now." But um, you know, the golf course is in perfect shape. The rough is higher than I've seen. Yeah. So before the weather comes in, the golf course is playing a lot different than we've seen in the past. Some of this rough is up pretty high. I mean, it's, it's got to be six to eight inches in some areas. And um, 
but now you throw in the weather. Yeah, this is going to be a challenge. It's going to be a. Uh, it's it's going to be just mentally grueling, and you can't really. It's not about 13 under, 15 under. This is about just making the best score possible, and whatever that equals out. You know, uh, Zach Johnson won the Masters at what two over at one time. Yeah. So it, I mean, even with bad weather, high winds, there's still going to be a winner and a loser, right? So long as you keep your head on there and just keep focused and keep grinding, um, like Paulie and Webb do. Um, hopefully, I'll be up close to them. I was thinking recently, do you, my kid was watching, actually, Arnold Palmer Invitational last week, mm-hmm. and he's like, I got the feeling he had a sense of joy watching it be so difficult. <laughs> do you guys sense that sometimes from the golf fan? I don't think they're rooting against you, but it actually makes people relate, or, or they just want to see. Is it almost like NASCAR where you kind of want to see him navigate the tough stuff? Like, Do you sense that as a player? True, true, but at the same time, though, we're, we're, we're entertainers, and we celebrate. When LeBron James scores 56, we celebrate it. Absolutely. When a guy scores uh, or hits three home runs or a guy gets a hat trick, um, we celebrate that. But when a guy shoots nine under, we're like, hold on a second. Let's change this course a little bit. Yeah. So we're the only sport that keeps – we get upset when our players – do heroics. Excel. Right. Yeah. And, so, and so I think we're missing the boat sometimes, and golf courses take that as a challenge to try to mess us up. I mean, there's always going to be a winner and a loser, like I said, but, um, but yeah, I'm just glad I wasn't there last week because, I mean, that grass was getting brown. Uh, <laughs> it looked difficult uh, with the high rough they always want. Um, but, yeah, it was still a good finish. It was still a great challenge, but um, I was glad I wasn't a part of that. All right, I'll lie to you. One more. I got, I'll be okay. remiss if I didn't ask. Uh, Tiger Woods goes into the World Golf Hall of Fame. A lot of people commenting this week uh, about Tiger. Uh, what's your thoughts of his impact on the game and, and him going into uh, the World Golf Hall of Fame? Well, tonight? we all laugh, right? Like, we all laugh in the locker room because, I mean, he was a Hall of Famer years and years and years ago, right? Yeah, true. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty special. It's pretty cool to um, to to see that guys that look up to him. Um, the PJ Tour has excelled since he came on board in 97 or 96, but 97 when he won the Masters. Um, so, yeah, I'll be there. Uh, I'll be there watching him live, um, just supporting him. Um, I heard there's a lot of guys going to show up. Uh, we have a viewing area that we're going to be at, and he knows that we're going to be there. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's really cool to um, to watch one of the greats, if not the great, watch one of the greats. I wasn't there when Jack Nicklaus got inducted, but, um, you know, I bet it was a special moment then, too. Bubba Watson, appreciate stopping yeah, by, man. man. Second year in a row. Thanks for being here at yeah, the Soros Family so. Foundation Thanks. All-Star event. And good luck this weekend. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank We're you. looking forward to watching you play. That is Bubba Watson uh, here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Preceding him, Paul Tesori, of course, caddy for Webb Sim- Simpson and really the uh, star of today along with his family, a little Isaiah as well. That's the Tesori Family Foundation. Incredible job they do all across the landscape of golf, but right here in Jacksonville as well. We'll be back from the yards. Coming up, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Talk a little bit more golf, talk some football as well here on a Wednesday.